All right, so I think we're all set. So, greetings, listeners, and welcome to another episode of Dungeons and Disorder. I'm your dungeon master, Tim, and joining with me is the group. We haven't really come up with a name for you guys yet, um, but we'll start with Tony. No, we won't. No, we won't. We won't. We'll start with Leo. Hello there! Uh, I'm Leo. Oh, fuck you. And I am playing... <laughs> you weren't here when he asked you to go first. And I'm playing Alios, the wonderful tiefling bard who has moved up in the rankings and is now first for all introductions. Alright, <laughs> then now we'll try Tony again. Hi, I'm Tony, or Tor. I'm playing the dragonborn ranger, Foos. Alright, then we have Blake. I'm Blake, and I'm playing the human warlock, Agra. Alright, next we have Alex. Hey, I'm Alex. I'm playing Kildrake, the uh, dwarven druid. Last we have Anthony. I'm I'm Anthony. I'm playing Eldas the Gentle. It's a half-elf cleric. Alright, so who wants to tell me what happened last time? Do you guys want to roll for it, or you just want to make Leo do it? I did it last time, last time, so... That's true. I mean, well, we picked up a new party member. Does that count? That does count. Uh, um, we, what are we had what a high-speed chase. As, as I recall, we, <laughs> we ended up... Uh, we had just ended the fight with uh, Thark. Was it? Yep, it was, it was Thark. Are you sure it wasn't Phallic? <laughs> 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 There's no way to be sure now, because you guys killed it's him. All is, is your world just, like, occupied by, like, phallic clones? <laughs> so I learned one name to, to start this whole podcast, and I thought that would be enough to get us started. Took him weeks to memorize that name. It's going to keep popping up. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. All I remember is that we beat up some, some gang members, and now Leo's going to use a bunch of kids for child labor. Not child labor. Okay, to stop. Be helping okay. them. I am helping them. Allegedly. Well, you haven't helped them yet. I gave them fucking silver to eat and shit. Don't you remember? Have you ever eaten silver? I don't think it tastes very good, man. I don't know how much you're healthy. So that, was, that was a pretty good recap. That was probably better than Leo could have done by himself. Fuck you. <laughs> so, yeah, you guys came back to town. You handed over two prisoners to Captain Sharon Ray. You guys did pick up a new party member, Eldas the Gentle. You guys also retrieved a gold-plated skull from the, uh, the Storm Tower, the tombs underneath it. Um, Elios's Loot or loot was stolen. He chased down a kid, beat him up, and got it back. And then the kid directed him to a guy called Thark. You guys uh, beat up Thark, and that's where we left off. So you guys are literally just knocked out Thark, or I believe uh, he actually got killed. And someone decided non lethal. <laughs> yeah. no, 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 I thought. Um... Non-non-lethal, excuse me, double negative. I Catter thought our point. neighborhood warlock decided to say fuck it and lethal him. Yeah, yeah he, did. he did. He did. 
So that's um, what's going on. First things fucking last. I take my 50 gold pieces back from him. Okay, you got it. We can split the rest of the loot that's on him. Um, as far as loot that was on him, he had a dagger on him, and he had 66 gold total. Well, I killed him. I guess I'd get the largest share. Please, Blake, this is D&D. The lion's share. Get the lion's share. How do you know there are lions around here? I hear them roaring. Meow. <laughs> that was a roar meow. It was very, very frightening. Much scared. Alright, so what do you guys want to do? Um, I'm scheduled to meet those kids now that Thark is dead and I fed them and I told them they're all going to meet up here. I got some organizing of this this new system to do. But we could do that at my leisure later. Yeah, no kids have shown up yet. You guys are literally still standing over these guys' bodies. Maybe we could go inside and have a drink. Oh, I mean, we have prisoners. What do you want to do with the guys we knocked out? Maybe we should uh, just leave them there. They're just gang members. Tie them up. Give them over to the local sheriff. Yeah, we should we should head over to the local sheriff and talk to him. How uh, how crime ridden is this city? Not really. Like, don't think of these guys as like foot soldiers. They're more just like the town assholes. They're, yeah, they're not as bad as the, the, the street masturbator, though. Yeah, they've been trying to catch that masturbating bone for weeks. Alright, since nobody wants to do anything about these unconscious guys, I'm just going to kill them. Uh, you can just leave them there in the streets. Yeah, if we leave them there in the streets, they're going to die anyway. Rats will come and eat them. Or lions they're not going to die, they just got knocked out. But they have to make death checks. <laughs> What's a death check? Uh, it's when you die and you need to undie yourself. You have to roll. What's rolling? Uh, rolling is actually non a non-random chance that you take when you click the button that says roll. What's a button? God damn it. Are we really going to go to this reductionist? He's saying that you're, you're a character, and you're like, oh, they have to make their death rolls. But you're not role-playing, Blake. Oh, NPCs don't follow the same rules as players anyway, though. We're starting off very bureaucratic today. <laughs> uh, fish sticks. Fish, fish sticks. sticks. Tony, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, okay. All right, just check. Did not pick up. No, okay, you're picking up. Fuck these guys. Let's leave them here. Throw them on the ground. Let's get a drink. We're not tying them up or anything. I thought you were like Batman here. Fine, we're like Batman. Tie them up and fucking throw them in the streets, and someone will find them eventually tied up. <laughs> okay. That's what Batman would do, and then the police come. And they're like, "Who are these dudes tied up?" And they're like, "We're bank robbers. Batman got us." And like, we're taking in. <laughs> and then Flash is a cutscene where a kid is playing with Batman toy. Or Batman thought he made himself. And there's like a shadow. Yeah, and his mom exactly. said, you should, you should play with a toy that's with that evil vigilante. Yep. Okay, so we've covered this. We're Batmaning them. We tie them up, and we push them into the street. We're, like, 
you know, we'll but now we just place them like, out with the trash. We just arbitrarily tied people up and left them in the street. I'll use thaumaturgy. I'll cast it so that it looks like we're not putting people out in the street. But then we'll go inside to the bar, and then I'll dispel it, and it'll fucking the people will just be there in the street. Okay. Tied up. Alright, so you tie up the, uh, the three other guys, you put them in the street. Uh, a little wagon comes by, runs them over. You guys go into the Silver Unicorn Inn, or the Tap House. A, wait, what? <laughs> tap House stand in. <laughs> Uh, is changing classes here as we walk in? Yeah. Oh, this looks like a pretty nice thing. We walk in, he's like, we only serve ale here. All the rooms disappeared. <laughs> it's both. Uh, if you guys remember the Silver Unicorn, you've been here before. It's uh, the I cheaper have of the two uh, ale houses. Yes, uh, Eldas has it. Um, when you guys go in, you can see Tharma, the... Uh, a female dwarf owner. She's behind the bar, just cleaning out a mug with a dirty rag. Um, and there's a few farm hands at one of the back tables that are having a friendly arm wrestling competition. But aside from that, the place is fairly quiet. All right. So uh, it's dark outside, I presume. Is that the case? Yeah. That are here. So, okay. There's not that many people here, though. Nope, not really. There's uh, like I said, there's about the five, five, uh, five farmers in the back. There's Dharma, and then there's just you know the waitress. Do we know there's... if this is like standard? Like this is the night, or is it gonna pick up? Or uh, you think it could pick up, but you know it's. There's a good quiet night. Yeah, Fallcrest isn't a, like a hop in town. This isn't Vegas. Well, let's make it bumping, guys. Uh, I'm gonna go to the innkeeper and see if I can't play, play a put on a little show for maybe some free ale and dinner. Be nice. What about the free ale you promised us? <laughs> um, I don't remember this, but I'm generous. We can we can all have a free ale. I'll try and get us all free ale. Okay, so you go up to Tharma. She goes, "Hey, Elios." Oh, and then <laughs> <laughs> not in that way, Blake. <laughs> uh. I say, uh, be willing to play for, I don't know, what's fair trade, four hours. If you um, give me and my friends here some drink and food. Well, I uh, suppose that'd be nice. We have a little bit of music around here for once. Uh, if you're any good, I'll pay you. Okay, I take out my flute. And I will perform for her. Okay. Do I have to roll a skill trade or what? Oh, yeah. What we yeah. Uh, well, performance! Fifth edition, performance. That will be a wonderful 12. That is enough. That is enough. Yep. Um, so you, I don't know, you do a nice little uh, drinking song. Don't fucking dare, Leo. Don't fucking dare sing that song again. Oh, I'm gonna sing it, but not just yet. We're gonna wait until we have peak. That's that's like the fucking opus. You don't start off with the opus. Okay. So yeah, you do a you do a nice little tune. And, do a little uh, ditty. Yeah, she enjoys it. The farmers enjoys it, and she's like, "You got yourself a deal." And uh, she sets uh, all the rest of you guys up with drinks. Yeah. I graciously accept. 
I say you're welcome as I uh, start to make ready on the stage or whatever area I'm playing in. Clear out a little area for me. Uh, if you wanted a stage, you could get up on a table or sit on the bar or something. There's not really like an actual stage area. Okay, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get up. Maybe on the table later. Okay. So just gonna keep playing different songs. Everyone seems to be enjoying it. Does anyone else want to do anything? Or does anyone want to try to help Leo perform? Uh, <laughs> I mean, do you want to breathe fire or anything, Tony? Or anyone? I'm just, I'm just settling in for the night. I had a busy day. I was beating up people. I'm enjoying my ale as a good dwarf should. Okay. Uh, did the cleric want ale? Because, I mean, he's got ale and a meal if he wants it. Yeah, I mean, I have some now. Are you it's, not to... like, it's not like clerks don't shrink. Uh, yeah, I'm going to rib him in character. I'll be like, are you, are you holy men allowed to drink this? And I like kind of hold back his mug for a second. No, they have to. I mean, this is like medieval times, right? Yeah. There's no like, such thing as fresh water. Fucking stuff. Yeah. So um, a group of uh, three dwarven uh, merchants, they're wearing some like fine silk clothes. They uh, They stumble in through the through the doors, and you can tell they've been drinking quite a bit already, and uh, they instantly just go into, like, their own sort of drinking zone. Um, not to try to be rude to Elios or anything, but they, like, have completely not even noticed that he's already up singing. Um, can I can I uh, pick up on it and see if I can carry the tune? Like, maybe yeah. I know the song? Sure, give me what? another performance. That's an 18. Oh yeah, you you've heard this. It's a common dwarven drinking song called the uh, the maiden's ass, and um, I'm gonna clap they, they love it. Yeah, you're gonna clap the ass. Yep, clap that ass. Clap that ass. No, Claire's don't do that. Actually, I don't know. So, uh, Kildrake, uh, some of the farmers in the back that are enjoying the music, they uh. They they call you over and they want to know if that you want to join in their arm wrestling competition. Uh, I'm gonna say no, but I I'll recommend Foose if he wants to arm wrestle. <laughs> arm wrestle the dragon. <laughs> <laughs> They're sort of like <laughs> we kind of called you over because you were small. I just left my drink and nod. Will you want me to transform the bear, arm wrestle them, and break up their arm? <laughs> no. They're like, that's okay. <laughs> we'll just stay by ourselves. I thought dwarves were supposed to be tough. Gotta wrestle. It's a waste of time. Uh, Gotta wrestle. Uh, and the uh, the dwarven merchants that came in, they uh, they're offering to buy drinks to pretty much anyone who can uh, outdrink them, and they're also they're feeding Alios drinks for singing. You, you have basically three drinks lined up in front of you ahead of each other already. Uh, Don't want to be ask... rude. I'll down one. <laughs> I'm gonna ask the dwarves where they're from, and they say they're from. They said that they're they're traveling dwarves from. The town, they uh, said they are traveling dwarves that have just come through Lion's Crossing. That's uh, about five days north of where you guys are. Um, and they just came through the Gnome City in the Iron Smoke Mountains. And they're just 
they they've unloaded a lot of goods and they've came here to sort of unwind and celebrate before they head back home. Goods? Unloaded lots of goods. <laughs> I'm not sure why that's so funny. Ah, it's not funny. But it is an opportunity. Don't do it, Leo. I'm telling you right now. I'm assuming that's Leo talking, right? Mm-mm. No, it's his character. <laughs> Your character's blurring that loud? No, I see. my character laughs, but thinks it. So yeah. your your character is thinking what you just said. Okay. Yeah. Your character oh, is laughs in the middle of his song, and everyone just sort of pauses and looks at him for a moment. I'm not maniacally laughing. Come on. It was pretty maniacal. I'm jovially, <laughs> I'm jovially working it into the song. You know, oh, okay. you're stamping your feet and laughing. Everyone's having a great time. No one is suspicious at all. As you twirl your mustache. I don't have a mustache. <laughs> you you twirl your horns. It's canon. <laughs> That's not how they work. <laughs> I would think that you, of all people, of everyone in our party, would know how fucking horns work. Oh, he doesn't have horns. But he tries I know to he think. doesn't, but he like it's like me being like, ah, you just take off your tail at night when you sleep, right? Uh, giant horns don't have tails either. You don't? <laughs> they don't have tails? Nope. Saucy. Yeah. Alright, yeah, so... Does anyone want to do anything besides drink? Or are you guys just sort of, sort of settling for the night and Leo's going to keep performing? Just going to settle in the rest. I want to meditate. Oh yeah, you have enough drinks, you can totally meditate. Tonight. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, if we're, uh, we're going to like rest for the night, is that uh, more or less the plan? Yep. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess, uh, you know, I'll prepare for that. I'll finish off my, uh, my meal and my drinks and, uh, you know, prepare to, uh, to go take a bed for the night. Oh, what a stick in the mud cleric. I gotta, yeah. I, a cleric must maintain his sharpest senses. That means a good night's rest. You, you may sing and entertain for as long as you wish, but me... I value my sleep. And I'll, I'll take up another one of the dwarves' ales that they have generously given to me. I tip it at them and say, and now I value this! And then I fucking chug that one. Oh, they give you a hearty cheer and they all clink mugs and they all down theirs at the same time. And they start inexplicably singing. Oh, they're constantly singing. Sometimes they're getting the same songs as uh, Elio, sometimes they're not. And they're, I mean, they're just trying to get everyone to drink in the whole bar. They're even buying drinks for the, for the dwarf owner, Tharma, and the waitress and stuff. They made a lot of money. They need to show off. And yeah, they're, they're just throwing silver left and right. Well, I will drink, uh, Kill Drink will drink until he is roughly drunk and then go pass out. Okay. Um... I guess near the end of the night, or not the end, but, you know, at the, at the height of people's revelry, I will sing my, uh, my, my handmade drinking song. I think we're getting pretty close to that. It uh, sounds like people are getting close to going to bed and passing out. Does 
Foos or Agra want to do anything else before uh, uh, Elios's crescendo? That um, sounds kind of dirty when you say it like that. <laughs> before... I mean, he didn't say climax. Climax would have been worse. <laughs> All right. I'm going to need you to say that again, but with climax. <laughs> we can add it in post. <laughs> you want to add the climax in post? Oh, does does Foos want to do anything else before Alios's climax? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, no, I'm just going to. <clears throat> oh, you didn't have anything for that? <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> okay. No, I'm just relaxing. Besides, I have to keep an eye on, you know, I gotta assess the threats. You're uh, chief of security? Yeah. <laughs> gotta do ocular pat-down. <laughs> Alright, so, Elios, this is, uh, if you want to start a riot, this is the time. Not okay, yet. so I will sing my song that I actually wrote. So, uh, I hope you enjoy my actual bard song. Okay. So, I'm gonna start by uh, playing a little lilty flute trill and then say adventurers we are but four adventurers and nothing more we fight and drink sometimes explore but if someone has it in for me adventurers will be but three adventurers we are but three adventurers all we could ever be and strong and brave and wise are we but if the devil claims his due adventurers will be but two Bum. Adventurers, we are but two. Adventurers, through and through, of sordid tales we have a few. But if today's my final run, adventurers will be just one. Adventurers, I am but one. Adventurer, till my days are done. And I've been everywhere under the sun. But if I seek too big a thrill, adventurers, there will be nil. Now the sword is broken. The days are gone. We fought and drank and sang a rowdy song. But somewhere out there, of this I'm sure, there's a brand new group of adventurers for. Bum, bum. That's my song. Yeah. And all the dwarves freak out, and, you know, someone notices, like, there's five of you. Oh, I was going to say, I like, start <laughs> counting on my fingers. <laughs> <laughs> I say, the fifth verse is pending. We just picked him up yesterday. <laughs> I've never met this man before. <laughs> we don't know who this guy is. He just follows us around singing. Well, well I, right, I'm so yeah, to um, You went to bed, you party pooper. <laughs> I heard it. I heard it from the I other room. It. He cheers in his sleep. That's a good he one. He cheers so, in his uh, meditation. Mm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, give me a, another performance check. I'll give you a plus five. That'll be a 23. 23, yeah. So there's a lot of crying and stuff throughout the end, and everyone just sort of. Crying? No one really feels like drinking anymore. They're just like, that was the best drinking song we've ever heard. <laughs> And they don't want to drink after bed. the best drinking song they've ever heard. <laughs> like, it'll ruin it. <laughs> <laughs> they all just pour their drinks out on the floor. and For, my, for the homies that can't be here anymore. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, Tharma, she's like, you guys all have rooms for the night. You don't have to pay for them. 
Guys, look at that. The power of my music got us lodging. Where are the kids that I told to show up? <laughs> That's not a point. Uh, those are your kids. You you had told them that you were going to play a song or make a sound and they would know and come. No, I said I said, said tonight they were to meet me and then after that anytime I play that song they should also meet me. That was my intention. But we can make it this way and I'll meet the kids tomorrow night. Fuck it, I gave them enough food for them to eat very well tonight and those I'll kids, buy them dinner tomorrow. Those kids ran the off kids with money. Are- yeah, the kids are all passed out at the back of the bar. The dwarves been buying them booze all night long. <laughs> oh goddamn! God you were too busy playing to notice that they came in, and the dwarves didn't know what children look like. You're gonna have to break um, one of their legs later, as an example. <laughs> okay. Um. Uh. I'll bring all the kids to my room. I'm helping Ugh. the children with pain. No, can I? I'll I'll pay for a room for them so they could all stay in one room, and I'll stay in the okay. room next to them. Okay. Yeah. How much is a room for them? Uh, Tharma is like, no, you can have a room for these these sweet little dearies. Aw, so sweet of you. The urchins. How drunk are these dwarves? The dwarves are really drunk. They think the kids were halflings. How drunk do you think they are? <laughs> yeah. Oh, so I'll, I'll sit down at their table before I go to bed. And they're like, ah, well, you ready? Oh, no, it's <laughs> pirates. a pirate. <laughs> pirate dwarves. <laughs> Wait a minute. What do dwarves sound like? What a twist. Um, they just, they just have like a grumbling voice. They were pirates they the whole time. Well met, Wait, son. <laughs> I might only have a pirate voice for the whole Stop night. So remember, remember what you did for the old dwarf? You went, ah, I'm afraid yeah. of everything. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't like that's, him. Just sound like Tony when he's tired. Yeah. What does Sean Connery do? He goes, uh. Fuck it, Can Can our dwarves be Bill Cosby? He's I got the stones and the mining. And the love gold. We're the right, so. and the bopping. We're drinking and we're driving. That's pretty good. <laughs> uh, so the dwarf, uh, dwarf, dwarf's like, ah, my name's Sleepy. Have a drink with me. Sleepy? Oh, God. Okay, we're I don't actually Snow say White. that. We're Snow White. So I'll, I'll have a drink with him. That means they're going to drug you. Well, basically, these guys are still trying to out-drink everyone while buying drinks for everyone at the same time. So they still want to just drink and drink and drink. So if you want to keep drinking with them or if you just want to have one, it's up to you. I'll keep drinking with them. All right, so you're going to give me a constitution save. Uh, core stats. Save. 13. 13. Oh, yeah, you're fine. And uh, Sleepy doesn't look so good, though. Uh, they've been drinking for a good chunk of the day. And he just sort of dribbles out a little bit of spit on his uh, on his coat. And he's just like, I need a beer to water this down. <laughs> to water down his beer? <laughs> yeah. The dwarf dwarf next to him just gives him a big slap on the back. And he's like, ah, drink with me instead. Say. He's back (laughs) to the pirate. (laughs) I say. (laughs) Of course. 
Until until the dawn. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, roll another like, one. Yeah, give me another uh, Constitution save. Woo, natural 20. Yeah, so uh, you totally drink Dopey under the table. He doesn't even get a chance. To, he just passes out. And then the last dwarf, his name is Drunky. Drunky. He's sitting there staring at you. And he's looking pretty His funny. mother had high he's hopes like, for him. He looks he's... surprisingly sober. <laughs> yeah. Dr- hey, drunky. <laughs> he's like, I need this. And he just pounds a beer. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, when you need it, you need it. Just give me one more save. <laughs> oh. That'll be a five. Alright, so uh, Elios sort of uh, gently passes out, leaning against Drunky's shoulder. Drunky doesn't mind. Before he I even get that one down, I, I, I meet the other guy and I'm like, sometimes when you need it, and I just like spill my beer and I pass out. <laughs> Alright, so I think Foos and Agra are the only ones left, if I'm correct. Yeah. What you guys want to do? Just hang it out. Yep. I would like to uh, talk to the bar mistress and see if there's anything going on, suspicious or jobs or whatever. The bar uh, mistress. The bar mistress, yeah. So, um, bar man. What I will look for is uh, I'm a man. <laughs> you're gonna give me a charisma check and just tell me what you actually say to her. Like, what do you actually say? Hold on a sec, my cat is like dying over here in one sec. That's an unusual <laughs> thing to say to the <laughs> She looks at you confused. Does you have a cat? I hope his cat doesn't actually die. Yeah, that would be terrible. That would be the worst thing to happen in a DM campaign. Like, that'd just be be sad, man. Well, I mean, you laughed, so you would go straight to cat. (gasps) Do they have such a thing? For you. No, all cats go to hell, so it's just called Cat Afterlife. Oh, true. I saw that movie. My cat would go to heaven. Fuck you. Your cat? No way. Dude, my cat is the sweetest cat ever. Except for when he's not. <laughs> Didn't he lock himself in his room for all those other cats? Blake has returned? Blake has yeah, returned. Yeah. Is your cat okay? I don't know. Um, I hope so. My mom's dragged out of the room, so I assume hopefully it's just a hairball or something. Okay. So yeah, just uh, charisma to uh, sort of just talk to this lady and not be like a creepy warlock about it. <laughs> Give me a roll to not be a creepy warlock. Your personality. Yeah, that's seven. Really... That's fine. Um, so um, she goes, I, yeah, I've been hearing talk that the weather has been odd lately. Sudden storms and summer frost. Some of the farms north of town even had a tornado touchdown on their fields. That's Scottish, right? 
<laughs> you, uh, Close enough. I'm gonna take a class or something. A Scottish class? Do they have that? I'm sure you could take classes on accents. So yeah, she just tells you that uh, there's been some really uh, weird weather going on. Uh, this would be important stuff to tell the druid, but since the druid went to sleep, I guess we'll just have to set off the The druid has passed out drunk. Yeah, he went to sleep. Yeah, he's drunk and passing out, yeah. Sleep. <laughs> Do you want anything right. else? Uh, I'm sorry, what was that, Blake? No, as long as I haven't seen anything, some, anything unusual going on, I'm going to head up to my room. I guess I'll drag Helios okay. up with me. Yeah, thump, 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 that's all thump. Have to do. That's my head hitting the stairs as he drags me up the <laughs> Okay, so yeah, um, everyone sleeps for the night, you guys wake up, a few of you guys have a hangover, but for the most part, uh, no problems. Do, do I have a hangover? Oh yeah, of course you do. That's bullshit, I never have a hangover. I don't have a hangover, right? It's a dormant passive? No, yeah, you don't have a hangover. You feel better than you did yesterday morning. Uh, sleeping is a long rest, right? I can go back to max hit points and whatnot. Yeah. Sweet. So we're gonna make this simple. Uh, I wake up early. Does Agro wake up early? Sure. Why not? I uh, I see you in the morning. I ask you want to grab breakfast. Not with you, fucker. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, Agra says yes, I would. In fact, I have something to talk to you about. About what? Alice is singing? Uh, nothing quite that, that bad. Actually, maybe it is as bad. Uh, yesterday, the barkeeper? Bar I don't know. Whatever. The, the dwarf behind the bar. The barmaster. <laughs> no, the bar mistress. You can't use master. Bar Lord. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. While uh, while they're uh, uh, told me that. Uh, oh, sorry. What? I I was just gonna say while uh while you guys are up since I I assume I'm also awake since I went to sleep first um I'm gonna meditate. Yeah. You probably are like eating okay. breakfast by the time we get. Yeah, back. I'll just I'll just meditate for you know for a while. I don't know how long, but yeah. Go on. Sorry to interrupt you. My apologies. No problem. Uh, so apparently there have has been uh, unusual weather patterns here. I figured you as a nature type, you might be interested in some sort of balance or misbalance in the universe. I don't know what you guys do, but uh, clearly you're not doing it. Wait, something wrong with the weather? What do you mean? Uh, you know, the usual ice storms and firewalls, I don't know. Oh, uh, I'll, I'll go answer myself then. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Tharma, yeah, she's, uh, she's at the bar again. She's, uh, serving up eggs and omelets, and you can see her behind the bar cracking eggs, and they're, like, the size of, like, I don't know, not quite a basketball, but they're these huge eggs, and she's just... Dropping them into pans. The and, uh, fuck? She's like, there's like ostriches in this fucking world? Oh, of course there are. It's a fancy world. Probably bigger than an ostrich egg, actually, but. Awesome. Uh, I asked, um, so is there something wrong with the weather recently? 
says, I, folks have been talking about crazy storms. Tornadoes, crazy storms. Frost in the middle of summer. Sleet. Even tornadoes touching down on the fields, ruining crops. Uh, Tim, has my character like, seen this at all? He has not seen this crazy weather. Um, he would know that for yeah. this area and stuff, that make none that, of that would make much sense. It's like what what time of the year is it? Like summer. It's like midsummer. And this is like a normal what? And this mm-hmm. is this, this world has normal weather, right? Yeah, northern hemisphere kind of deal. Summer. Are we weather. are we in a, like a temperate zone or like a? What yeah. what's the humidity level? <laughs> I need to like, know the power It should be like pressure. 77 degrees at all times in uh, D&D. Is there, a, um, is there a druid guild or a druid conclave in the area? Um, there is not. None like reasonably nearby. There's some is like, there any, like a week or two away. Is there any wizards or wizards or any type of mages in the area that would be the academic type? Um... In the town of Falkrest, not really. You know that. Does this town um, just have fucking have nothing? It's a pretty small town. Yeah, I mean, this is it's a pretty nothing. Like it's a two in, it's a two bar town with uh, a, a market, you know, and the guardhouse. Like there's there's not a lot here. It's more like a I don't want to call it a way station town, but that's pretty much what it is. It's for people traveling between places. The next closest, much larger town is Lions Crossing. That the dwarves were talking about that mm-hmm. um, is about five days north of this place. Okay, uh, I'm gonna just gonna ask her how often the the weather patterns like. Have you been, when's the last time you seen the strange pattern or someone She's, talk she about? She says it? that yeah, she hasn't seen it, but the the farmers come in every few days and they'll they'll mention that they've seen something. Okay, um, so it's more out out outside the city. Yeah, it's uh, north of the city near. Uh, the farms near the uh, Iron School. And the, the city, uh, the larger city, is to the north as well? Yes, oh, wow. yes. That's convenient. I'm going to ask for general directions towards any of the farms. Okay, yeah, and she'll give you, you know, she'll give you a little napkin drawing map to, towards some of the farms. Awesome. I'll put that in my uh, pocket. And then uh, I'll wait until the rest of the party wakes up. She's like, you feel like eggs, sugar? Yes, please. And she gives you like this giant mountain of scrambled eggs. Awesome. I don't need to. I don't even make a check for my uh, cholesterol right now, level, do I? No, dwarves no, don't have cholesterol. Okay. Yeah, I'll. It's just like ale and blood. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll emerge so, from. Uh... From the bedroom, and I'll come out and I'll uh, greet uh, greet the barwoman and my uh, fellow companions out there as well. She nods to you and says, "Good morning." Yeah, I guess I'll have a seat on um, one of the bar stools and just chill out for a while. Okay. She uh, asks you if you want some eggs. Uh, yes, I, that would be much appreciated. What kind of eggs are those? Those are very large, larger than I've ever seen. They can't be anything from this area, at least not that I know of. Well, this this is a uh, this is from my uh my my coop out back. 
This is some Sasha. Sasha? My baby. That's my hen. And she just cracks one of these giant eggs. Starts scrambling it up. Um, Alios, you're awakened to the sound of small children throwing up in the room next to you. Mm, I'm going to go over and check on them. Just vomit everywhere. Like, it's awful. Like, you're probably going to have to pay for this room. Ugh. Okay. Are they all awake? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's just a lot of tears. Okay. Chop, chop. Line up here. Shoulder to shoulder. Okay, they do so. There's uh, there's about seven kids here. About. Sweet. There are seven Is this all here. of you? Uh, and they say that it's not all of us, but most of us. Uh, little Timmy's sick. You're all sick. <laughs> and they're just looking up at you with very, like, tired eyes, bloodshot. Say, okay. So, eight of you, huh? Including little Timmy? That's right, sir. Okay. Names. Oh, fuck you, I don't have eight names. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, look up the Von Trapp family. Oh, God. <laughs> Two seconds. I'll get you names, sir. You're, you better remember all of them. Just write them down. Alec? <laughs> <laughs> did you start giving out names yet? Valley Jr.? Okay, I have a. I have a so is Phallic, Phallic like just like the John of this world? Like, does everyone just name Phallic randomly? Okay, uh, I have a pencil now, so you can give me the names. Oh, oh, look at that! They don't, uh, they don't give names for humans in the book. All right, here we go. Uh, there's Boar, Glare, Kara, Zora, Ivor. <laughs> Egan and Lander. Okay, fucking Boar, Glare, Kara, Zora. What was the next one? Ior. Ior. Ior and Lander. And then there was little Timmy. It was Ior. Ivor, you're right. No, you can't change it. I certainly can. Is that seven? No, that's seven. But there should be eight because Timmy's sick. You just said Egon. Well, Egon. Timmy's... Oh, Egon. Egon. Okay. So, which one to use the leader now? Well, it would be little Timmy, but when he's not here, Ivor's in charge. Okay. So here's how you're gonna work. Ivor. Three of these kids, uh, Boar, Glare, Kara, are they all boys? Kara's a girl. Okay. Kara, Glare, Boar, okay? You listen to Ivor. Zora, Lander, Egon, you're going to be listening to Timmy, okay? Okay. Good. Um, I'm going to take out, um, like, a coin, and I'm going to show them some sleight-of-hand tricks and tell them you're to start practicing. And they just sort of nod. They're like, we're going to need coins to practice with. I give them all copper pieces. Okay. Um, I give them all five copper pieces, more than enough for each one to practice. Um, from there, will they like reasonably remember how to do like 
one sleight of hand con? Like, if I'm showing them, like, the tricks for sleight of hand? Uh, with practice, it's possible. Okay, good. I say, for now, I want you to start learning how to, to use, you know, how to uh, do these sleight of hand tricks. When you get good at them, I'll show you how to make money with them. Until then, okay, you're either going to, you're going to make money however you can, either by working or by finding things. Okay. We know what you mean. Okay. Um, how much did you use to give Thark out of the things you found? Everything. Everything. Okay. One out of every ten coins. You're gonna is there a bank here? Nope. Hmm. Fuck. Okay. For now, keep all the change. Split it amongst you evenly. Make sure you don't get robbed yourselves. Okay. What do you do with objects? Give it to you. You used to give them to Thark? Yeah. I'm not always going to be around. Any objects are going to be under Ivor and Timmy's guard. Okay? If you need to, if you can't get any money, you're going to go and sell the items that you get. If you can... Hold them, hold the items until I get back, and then I'll sort through them for you. Got it? Got it. Good. All pretty enthusiastic about I this. play the tune for them that summons them. You hear this Please. tune, and uh, that means that night we're going to meet in the inn. No drinking, though. What? Uh -huh. What does the tune sound like? Are you seriously going to put me on the spot like that? Fine. You um, made me come up with eight names. <laughs> okay. It goes... Okay, fuck you. Okay. I was gonna go with the Pona song, but I thought he's gonna do the dra the Dragon Sword uh, song. The Dovahkiin song. The Green Ranger Dragon Sword oh. song. <laughs> um. Okay, so that's pretty set up and autonomous. Um, there's no way for them to contact me from far away, but that's okay. Maybe we'll figure out how much do carrier pigeons cost? A gold piece? <laughs> Are you asking me or telling me? <laughs> I, I have, how would I know that? You know, you can't just like, send a carrier gold pigeon piece. arbitrarily, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's and, gotta um, be to a place. Well, I'm telling you, there's no carrier pigeons in this town. You, you want them to get a tell pigeon them to and send like, it to leave you. a message at the end or something. Yeah, I guess they can leave messages at the end. They're okay. like, oh yeah, that's pretty simple. <laughs> Good thing you didn't come up with something stupid and elaborate <laughs> like a carrier pigeon. <laughs> pigeon shit everywhere. Okay, anything else with the kids? Nope, they're free to go. I say you're free right. to go. They scramble. Cool. I go downstairs and talk to the innkeeper about paying for the room that's now a fucking vomit fest. And she goes upstairs and she just screeches and she's like, what did you do? I didn't uh, do anything. The children threw up and I already told you I'd pay for it. So... Three gold. Fine. Put down three gold pieces. Okay. That was a steal. Alright. <laughs> she's used to cleaning up vomit.
So, what does everyone want to do? Still have like the creepy skull. Uh, yeah, you guys yeah, still have the creepy skull. We should probably take that somewhere. Yeah, it's whispering to you. Who, who's holding it? Agra? Yeah. yeah, Agra was. Yeah, it's just like you don't even get a good night's sleep. It's just constantly whispering to you and saying like horrible things. Yeah, we should take that to a temple. So John Stamos uh, is watching you. Okay, I guess we can do that. Okay, so yeah, we're going to take it to the temple and wherever the fuck they have. Okay. Uh, in this town, there's only one temple. It's a temple to Helm. Oh boy. Oh boy. Helm He's is a nice. neutral god. Yeah. He's uh, called the uh, the Watcher. So are you guys all going there right now? You guys all going together? Yep. That's fine. Onward! Okay. okay, so when you guys walk in... The Temple of Helm has a, a stern atmosphere. The walls and features of the building are plain and gray. Numerous surfaces uh, depict Helm's silver symbol, a staring eye on the center of an upright gauntlet. Standing near the altar is a small elderly man wearing gray, gray robes. He, uh, he sees you and he gives a little old man wave and he shuffles towards you slow, slowly. His skin is wrinkled with old age, but his eyes seem bright and alert. And he says, Greetings, children. Welcome to the house of the Vigilant One. My name is Propel. What can I do for you? Um, I'm going to, like, hunch over a little bit to make myself look like I'm mocking an old person, because I am. And then I'm going to say... You can help us by telling us what this skull is. Oh, you're a funny one, huh? Yeah. That's what they tell me. Um, so, in the ribs for being a dick. Are you? Oh, the old man's ribs break. Oh, that's <laughs> the old man. <laughs> <laughs> um, the dick. So, uh, <laughs> what a dick. Do the Agra, you have the skull. Are you showing it to him? Yeah, I'm gonna show him. Like, you know anything about okay. this? And he looks and he goes, Oh, oh my. This is a dark thing indeed. And his face grows like concern. You boys are clearly adventurers and of a not so noble stock. And he looks at Ilios. I look not... around and go, if he's gonna fucking look at me like that, I'm gonna look at the rest of us and go. Wow, you figured it out. We're adventurers all by yourself, huh? <laughs> you, you do not need an old man to tell you that there are dark things in our world, and darker things in the worlds beyond ours. The lower plains are an extra-dimensional realm of evil, where fiends and demons dwell. In the depths of this infinite abyss are layers of evil. One of these is ruled by Yenog, demon prince of Knowles. And he kisses the holy symbol of Helm around his neck when he says that name. He says, He is a savage and bloodthirsty deity for gnolls. This skull belongs to one of his most dreaded clerics, a gnoll named Reswal, the Bloody. He was a barbaric monster that performed hundreds of living sacrifices dedicated to his dark lord. Uh, I'll, I'll chime in and I'll ask, Do you know of this gnoll? Is he still living? 
It's his this skull. Is, <laughs> this is I, his skull. I don't know. I mean, maybe it was a skull that he like created. Like I don't know. He he lived. He lived. He lived hundreds of years ago. He has okay. been dead. To be fair, I was thinking a slightly similar thing. I was like, No, no, like it's fine. His little it token. is D and D. Yeah, I didn't realize it was his skull. Holy shit, man! No. <laughs> Are we like this terrible? Can't tell that's not human skull. No, he already told us it's not a human skull. He told us in the beginning that it was not yeah. a human skull. It was too large and elongated. Alright. So he says, uh, where did you find this? Uh, there was a necromancer. On the street. What? <laughs> On the street? He goes, uh, and he, he looks at Alios and he goes, uh, he goes over to uh, kill Drake. <laughs> he's probably not too happy with me considering I'm a thief like he's you. Like, I'll, he's like, I'll talk to you instead. He says, did you say necromancer? Necromancer, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> at least at least it sounds like this guy actually would say necromancer. Like, oh, did you say necromancer? He says, this is troubling news. Only the most foul of creatures would seek to release the evil inside of this skull. And uh, uh, what kind of evil Necromancer. Well, if this is the... I believe this is the spirit of Reswell. A what? The spirit of Reswell the Bloody. Huh. Inside of this skull. I suspect oh. some part of him is still in here. So, so can we, so we just? Yeah, can we? Can we just destroy it? Says the skulls should be should the skulls should be destroyed, but first it should be ritually cleansed so that the evil within it is not released back into our world. Um, I'm just gonna do a uh, insight check. Okay. Does this creepy old man look like helpful, creepy old man, or like? Also a necromancer, creepy old man. <laughs> My okay. name is Fale. Uh... <laughs> Twenty-seven. How honest is this old man? He's. You think he's on the level? You think he's honest? Okay. <laughs> uh, um, I, I I look at Fusek. I know. I give him the proof not that I uh, think it's a good idea. It's an ocular pat down. Ocular pat down. <laughs> and he says. Uh, if I had the power necessary to perform the ritual, I would do it here myself. Alas, at my age, I simply can't perform anymore. <laughs> <laughs> can't perform like Phallic like, anymore. It's like you mean to do this. Oh, he definitely meant that one. I did, yeah. Uh, so the whole, you should uh, take... whole D&D campaign on just pause-worthy statements. <laughs> he says, you should take the skull north to the town of Lion's Crossing. At their temple, the Watch Knight Periel will be able to help you. I will send word of your coming. Tell but no one of your task. Um... <laughs> the less you know about this item, the safer you will be. Uh, is that along the Wait. way of the, the farms? Uh, yes. Uh, I asked him, uh, has there been strange weather outside the city? says, uh, I have heard talk, but I don't get out much anymore. I say, wait, so you know that the more we know, the more danger there is to us, but then you told us all about it? 
dick. <laughs> it's not knowing what it is. It's simply having it in your possession that makes it dangerous. You just said knowing makes it dangerous. You said that. No. No. <laughs> the old man is belligerent. <laughs> <laughs> crying. For you, my grandson. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, we need someone to carry it. I will volunteer. I think SpongeBob volunteers. Look at his outstretched hand. <laughs> I'm really. I'm just going to look at. I'm going to look at Agra. Uh, does Agra look like he's up to any no good? I will roll for this. Uh, with a 21, I mean, I don't know. Uh, yeah, you definitely know that I'm not being completely honest. I want the power, man. You want the power? Uh, um, Agra, I will say this. You would know, um, the demon that you've done your pact with. Yeah. Is, um is also one of the i don't know if you ever I, I wrote a thing in your journal unless you want to change it i gave you a demon who's directly under the demigorgon so he would be at odds with this yinog demon prince of Knowles. so he uh, won't be chill with uh, blake finding a new boss well i mean i don't think blake's looking to find a boss but he he wouldn't like this guy let's just put it like that so his boss wouldn't mind if he destroyed the skull yeah, I'm not saying he would tell you to do it either. I mean, they're demons. They but what really mind? Shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's still competition, right? Yeah. For, like, souls and shit? Yeah. But you can you can still go with the way you're going. I just wanted to remind you. Okay, thank you. That is uh, a good point. Um. Yo, you can roll these tokens. Oop. Sorry. I'm gonna, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna see if, uh, I'm gonna ask Foos, can you hold on to Skull? You're probably less clumsy than any of us. I'm willing to carry it for a while. Oh, right. well, give me a dexterity check That's as he hands you the Skull. Scary. <laughs> no, I'm just <fucking> with you. <laughs> um, <clears throat> uh, the, cl uh, the cleric, uh, Propol, he, uh, he says, um, I can aid you in another way. And he slowly walks over to the altar, and he pulls out a bag, and he hands it to you. And he says, May the Vigilant One guide you in your journey. You are doing a good deed. Inside are uh, healing potions. There's five of them. <gasps> hey! I don't give any of this dick. I was just about to say, is. hey, you're not that bad. <laughs> Bow to the, the elderly priest. He bows back. Do I know any holy songs? I should. Those are called hymns, but. Oh, or yeah, songs. If would. you want to get snarky about this shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, you, you tell me what your guy knows. I mean, like, I don't know. I guess he would know at least the like, common ones. Yeah, yeah. Okay, ready? I'm going to throw a religion check to see if I know a specific hymn of this church and play it as we leave. Ooh, does a 21 get that? 
21? Yeah, yeah, you know, Helm is actually a pretty popular god, too. He's, he's the people's god. So. Sweet. So then I will do a... I will, uh, as we're leaving, I will say, and thanks for the potions and play, like, you know, a nice... I mean, a 21, I'm sure I can know a, a more obscure hymn. Yeah. And Maybe uh, something that portents good fortune. I'll play. Yeah. And uh, Propel just goes into a complete break dance. <laughs> and then he breaks his back. Thanks, Leo. Oh, God. And he heals himself. And he's good. So do you guys have any other questions for him? Are you guys ready to do something else? Or do you guys? So uh, what would happen if this was to fall into the wrong hand? Well... Yeah, necromancer. He suspects that someone could try to use the power to enhance themselves. They could try to raise Reswal the Bloodied. Um, there's nothing good could come from this skull, that is for sure. Sounds like we got a place to go, guys. Looks like I'm sold. Anyone named the Bloodied as their surname, I really don't want to meet. Foose gets really quiet because he never actually told you his last name. <laughs> Is his name Foose the Bloodied? <clears throat> I don't like Only to talk time about will it. Tell. Uh, I will say uh, the one other real stop in this town that you guys never—you uh, guys had had been going to the market that day when um, uh, Elios's uh, loot got stolen. So there is a market with uh, shops and vendor stalls if you guys wanted to purchase any. I do. May, I might stuff. want to cash out my gems. Okay. Yeah. Um, how much money have we earned? Have we picked up so we can just like. Split everything. Oh, it was sixty six from. Um, you guys can split that because I I was just doing my little scheme. I got my fifty gold pieces back. Okay. Plus, I got the gems before, which somehow no one argued that I got all those gems. So. I have not been writing down your guys' gold. I, I have either. I don't want to draw it because. It's not like something I give a shit about. I mean, I've been tracking my gold. I mean, I haven't been tracking anyone else's. Um. Well, sixty-six divided by four is sixteen point five. So I'll just take sixteen point five. I'm gonna give myself a nice sling and some bullets. What was that noise? My oh. phone. Oh. oh, I was like, oh, did I break something? I oh, yeah, so I'm going to get uh, a nice, ma well-made sling and then uh, some bullets. Okay. Let me just grab the book here and see your prices. That might be on my cheat sheet. Uh, so a sling is one silver piece. And ammunition isn't on my thing, so I guess it's free. Uh, I'll just spend like don't you sling rocks? I mean, <laughs> I'll just spend like like nine silver worth of bullets. How about that? Okay, and that'll be enough for like a fucking long time that we're not gonna okay. worry about because yeah, tracking ammo is retarded. Yes, 
in the older editions, uh, they said that slings couldn't use rocks. They had to be special, round, heavy metal bullets. I mean, they're just like... Well, I'm just going by bullets. Like, no, like, yeah, molded. Yeah. Oh, not metal. Yeah, not it'd be, metal. It would be stone for me. It'd be, it'd be rounded stones for me. Yeah. Can't use metal, because D&D says so. So, does anyone else want to buy anything, guys? What are my Moonstone weapons? and Tiger's Eye worth? I have one Moonstone and four Tiger's Eye. Give me two seconds here. I'll pull that up. I want to say it's 50, but it could be wrong. Tiger Eye is worth 10 gold each. Um, the Moonstone is worth 50 gold. Woo, that's 90 gold. Okay, so yeah, you can sell those here. Um, so you guys can purchase any basic weapons, armor, or adventuring gear. Um, Basically, page 145 to 150 of the player's handbook. Um, there is a vendor here that sells potions of healing. Um, and there's one potion of climbing and a potion of growth available. That is it as far as like special items in this town. It's How much are the healing town. potions? Healing potions are 50 gold. Oh, jeez. And those do 2d4 plus 2. Mm, we got five health potions. I don't think I'm going to purchase them just yet. Um, they don't sell anything else. Just they're just there was um that I mean a potion of climbing and a potion of growth. There's one vendor that has a few odd potions. Everything else is just the adventurer gear you can find on page 150. Everything from ropes, the grappling hooks and all that junk. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to buy anything if you guys want to buy anything. I just got to grab something to eat. Okay. Yeah, I don't really have any immediate need for gear. Nope. Yeah, I'm good. Okay. Um, how about this? I'll pick up a, like a map for the local area. Okay. Be too expensive, right? No, a map. Uh, they actually they give them out in little pamphlets. Basically, two silver. Oh, okay, nice map. one. Yeah, two silver. Okay. That way, you don't have any us getting lost bullshit. I am gonna give you guys a map eventually. Yeah, no worries. That takes a while to work on. It's been a really good time to break before Leo went to get food. Do the bullshit uh, break time. I'm con I don't know. I'm concerned that uh, we didn't really start at seven. 
Yeah, that's true. It's more like seven. It might be a lot of editing, like just cutting straight out things after you tonight. Yeah, so it'd be more like I'm worried that we don't even have an hour yet. Just do like one episode today then. Yeah. So what's party doing? Where, where did Leo go? I uh, I would. I'm right oh, here. Okay, sorry. Um, I would suggest that we head north and uh, investigate that farm that uh, the the bar woman gave us the directions to. I think that's our first course of action. Because I. It's it's along the way. Yeah, because right? we have to go to that city anyway. So. I think we should stop there. Yeah, I mean, and maybe the two are related, so you know, it's worth uh, it's worth investigating. Because who knows? Maybe like the skull somehow, like its powers are so great, it caused like an imbalance in the weather system or something. You know, I don't know. And Blake's been fucking using it as a pillow for the last yeah, couple days. Yeah, motherfucker, balls hard, you know. <laughs> I mean, what can stop along the way, but, I mean, unless it's, like, something super urgent, like, just find me and just move along. Uh, cleansing the skull is probably more important. Okay. So, sounds like you guys are ready to just take off north. Yeah, just waiting for uh, Tony and Leo to okay on their characters. I'm cool. Yeah, and Blake. Okay. There's Blake here. I'm here, what's up? Cool the plan. Check the farms out. See if there's any problems. Not if there's isn't any, we fucking get this uh, get the skull cleanse and shit. Okay, but why are we checking on farmers again? Uh, weird ass weather. Oh, yeah, right. Fucking ice storms in the middle of summer. Isn't that secondary to like saving the world by destroying this thing or whatever? Yeah, but I mean it's essentially along the way. That's the reason that I was saying we should just stop. It. Well, all we'll, we'll ass like quick. I mean, we'll pass through the area. If there's no ice storm there, we yeah, keep going. Okay, we, we don't have to do anything like terribly time consuming. We can just be like, hey, you know, what have you seen? What have you heard? And then we'll just leave. Maybe come back to it later. But hey. And then all the farmers just happen to all be zombies, and that's how we get to another quest. But we can loot their stuff, so I mean, that's fine. Yeah, I'd sure love four bushels of grain and a haystack. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Those great. farmers totally, that became zombies, totally have magical <laughs> items. This is D&D, bro. A magical okay. So, um, the, the journey north is, uh, it's, it's obviously there's a road and it's pretty well traveled and it's not considered to be very dangerous. Um, so you guys reach the first, the first farms that the, uh, the barkeep told you about on your, on your first day near the end of your day of travel. And there is a farmer outside just doing farmer stuff. He's like hanging out with the sheep and he's hoeing. He just waves to you guys. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll approach him and, uh, I guess I'll say, uh, well met, sir. Uh, I hope that, uh, your, your fields are well tended to. We heard rumor that there's strange weather. Do you know anything of this? Know anything about it? Look at these carrots. And he pulls up the carrots and they're all, like, black and shriveled. And he's like, frost. At this time of the year, 
When's the last time a uh, cold storm happened? Just yesterday. You haven't brought up to the towns or anything? The town authorities? I've told them about it. They tell me it's just the weather and bad luck. I don't know what I don't know what to do. Uh, I'm assuming this is a collective of just farms, right? Yeah. Like a small village. Uh, no, no, not really. Just... Basically, uh, Fallcrest was the small village, and this is just like a farm, and there'll be like another farm, but there's, there's uh... not tons of. It's is there like... any, when do you know when to start happening, sir? He said, well, it didn't happen to my farm till yesterday. Uh, happened to uh, Old Bark's farm uh, two weeks ago. I didn't believe him when he told me about it. Uh, where does he live? Uh, and he he uh, tells you that he lives um, He lives just at the base of the uh, Iron Smoke Mountain. Is that along the way to our it's, city? Uh, yep, it's about, it's literally halfway between um, Lions Crossing and Fallcrest. You guys can actually see the, the mountain from where you are. Um, it's just a lone mountain um, where you uh, you guys would know from being from the area that the, it's where the Gnome City is. Okay. Uh, we thank him for his time, and then we're going to go ask his neighbor and tell him if we find anything out. We'll let him know. See if we can fix this. Okay. So I guess we'll head to uh, Obark or whatever his name was. Okay, so you guys are gonna keep heading north. Um, as you reach um, uh, Bark's farm, um, there's nobody there. Um, you follow the directions; it's pretty straightforward. There's like one farmhouse. There's a few fields. Um, there's animal pens, um, and you can see that the animals inside. Uh, there's some cattle. They're all dead. There, they've been stabbed. It looks like by what, like a sword or dagger or something sharp. Um, let's see. These do guys are have, holier than our cleric. Do they have healing checks? In the... Um, give me a perception check. Can I do a survival or... check to see if it's uh, as if someone was like using a knife to cut it? Yeah. Yeah. We're all rolling now? Uh, that is a 25. 25. Oh, yeah. You can tell that this was um, something metal stabbed into this. Um, it doesn't look like a normal blade. It's larger than a dagger. Uh, aside from that, you're not totally sure what it is. Uh, I'm going to look for other, like look for tracks or anything like that. Okay. Give me a survival. 23 23 yeah you uh you find these tracks it almost uh looks like round as if someone had taken like a bowl and pushed it into the dirt but there's clearly a path of just these round tracks they're they're like perfectly round um does it look like there are any other kinds of tracks like people that were maybe like fighting or leaving or 
uh, right here, no, it's just these round tracks leading up to the cattle pen. Uh, they're all over the place inside the cattle pen. And then they lead up back uh, north, further away from where you guys came from. Hooey, boys, we got us some cattle rustlers. And uh, are there any other stru like structures? Like, there, uh, yeah, you're you're basically at like a farmhouse. Like, there's a farmhouse. There's the cattle pen. There's like a pasture. All right, should probably go look in the house and make sure there's no one hiding out. Okay, so you're going in the house. Yeah, I'm gonna go see if we can open the door. Okay, uh, the door is wide open. And uh, there is an old man who is uh, laying on the floor, and uh, he's been stabbed through the throat. Uh, and does it look like he's been dead long, or? No. Well, I mean, no, not really. He's not like there's not like flies yet. Does the place look like ransacked, or? Doesn't look like uh, anything. Um, like there's one table, uh, the, like the table's knocked over that had like food on it, but um, everything else looks pretty much the way you would expect it to look in a farmhouse. There's chicken. There's no chicken. Damn it. Kid cattle. Um. Well, this all looks very unfortunate. Should uh. Maybe see what's going on here and follow these tracks that I found. What does everybody else asking? think? Yeah, I think I think that's a great idea. I think we should definitely investigate. Okay, so if you want to follow those tracks, you give me a survival check again. Seventeen. Seventeen. Okay, so the tracks head. Um, they head off towards the towards the mountain. Towards the gnome mountain. Towards the gnome mountain. Murderous gnomes. Good trust isn't them. The, oh no, that was no. These are. Isn't this evil guy a gnome god? A gnoll god? No. No. These are gnomes or gnolls. These are gnomes. <laughs> Little people. <laughs> They're murdering people and stealing cattle. Well, something with round feet is. I presume the gnomes are on stilts. It looks like we got ourselves a little problem. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> now let's Thank wrap this you. up in an hour, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So uh, you guys would know that uh, gnomes in this world, they're like lighthearted, hardworking people. Um, uh, in this mountain, there's clans of rock gnomes. Um, and they're tinkerers. Um, don't think like Dragonlance gnomes where they fuck everything up. Think not quite steampunk gnomes where they actually can make stuff and they do machines and stuff. So they're hobbits with machines. Yeah, hobbits with machines. They're fake dwarves. So you guys hear a cry. Help! Help! 
Sounds like a... coming from coming from the woods uh, near the mountain. Sounds like a choking cat. Uh, I'm gonna use perception headed. to hear to hear more closely. Okay. I can get like a better direction. Um, eighteen. Eighteen. Yeah, you you can tell you can pinpoint direction, and you can also tell that it's actually coming closer. Gonna run towards it. I alert the rest of the party and we go towards it. Okay. So as you guys are running towards it, you notice you're still following those uh, footprints, Foose. And out of a bush, um, you see a gnome. And uh, he's actually pretty tall for a gnome. He's almost four feet tall. And he's wearing a Smithy's Forge apron and uh, over his other clothes. He has a carefully trimmed beard, and uh, he has a big cut on his forehead that's just bleeding freely. And he just books right by you. He doesn't stop to say hi, and just keeps on running. And he's like, watch out! It's coming! What's coming? And and out of the bush behind it, you see... You see what steps out. It's about six feet tall. It's completely made of metal. And it has no arms, but just has stabbing implements. Think, think like a really poorly made T-1000. It's got gears and clockwork all over it. For a second there, uh, when you said T-1000, I thought like the IOD, the calculator. <laughs> like, what? It's a, it's a very sharp calculator that charges towards you. I'm gonna I'm gonna cast uh, blast on the party. Okay, and then yeah. we're gonna do initiatives. Okay, how do I roll initiative? Oh wow, you changed the backboard and everything. Oh hell yeah. This, this guy is a pro. <laughs> you guys, you guys can't see it, but he uh, he just made like a forest and everything. He's a wizard. <laughs> so, so that's copying. That's with the copyright Wizards of the Coast. Oh yeah. yeah that. <laughs> no, he drew it. He made it in paint. Uh, how do I do a uh, initiative check again? What's it under? Help him, guys, because I don't actually know. I don't roll them. I don't either. I just type it out. Uh, initiative is just 120 oh, plus it. your dexterity. First things first, I'm the greatest. All right, I rolled a 30 on dexterity. That's for the podcast. Uh, are you attempting to use a roll, man, looking for the value of selected roles? Select yourself first. Select yourself. Sorry. Whoa, you actually found, like... Something that looks exactly like your description. Yeah. It's a little robot guy. Pretty impressive. Yeah, thank you. It's Seven. got stabbing movements for arms and everything. Guys, just for the podcast, I rolled a 22. You're not. I know you're not uh, surprised because I'm the greatest, but. I rolled a 7. It's okay, because I didn't even need initiative. I just I cast my spell before we even got in combat. So. 
Okay, okay, so is everyone's initiative in? It's like, oh, it's in. We have you guys all twice. Does that show up for everyone else? Nope, I'm in once. You had that problem once before. Also, everyone, could you just grab your character and snap to grid because everyone's a little bit off? Oh, that, that was so satisfying. So, <laughs> uh, did you roll a 20 or a 19? I rolled a 20, or excuse me, I rolled a 19. I was looking at Leo's. Eldas, <laughs> what did you roll? A uh, 7. Okay, Kildrake, are you a 14 or a 13? Uh, it's a it's a 13. I rolled a 12 on thing just to make myself show up on the turnover. I rolled a 13 beforehand. And Blake, are you an 18 or a 3? Yep. Which one? Are you an 18 or a 18. 3? 18. Okay. Alright, so yeah, Elios, you are first. Let me look into my handy-dandy spellbook here. Uh, so, yeah. we've got so, yeah, Gnome like Man. Foot, eight foot tall metal thing. Um, there's a little gnome running by you. Hmm. Can I first know if this is a construct or not? Yeah, give me an intelligence check. Uh, not a save, just a check, right? Yep. Let's see. How can I roll that in this? Ha! Found it. 19. Yeah, you're pretty sure this, I mean, it almost looks like a clock that's gone mad. I mean, it's all machine. Is the gnome afraid of the machine or afraid of us? The gnome is running from the machine. He he's literally almost ran through Foose's legs to get away from. Himself. Okay, so machine, crazy, beepity boop. So I will cast heroism on Foose. Um. What is so he gains. He gains temporary hit points equal to my spell modifier at the start of each turn. So you will gain on your turn three, three hit points. And I can hold the spell with concentration for one minute. So you will have it for what looks like two, two or three rounds. Because it's six seconds a round, right? Yep. Anything yeah, else? for three rounds you'll have it. Where are you in the... You're at 19, right? Yep. Wait. This always confused me a little bit. When turn order happens, it happens sequentially in six-second blocks? The entire round uh, is assumed to take six seconds for everyone's That's turn. what I thought, right? Yes. So, so really, you're going to be able to hold it for 10 rounds. You're going to get heroes. What's the as long as I maintain concentration. One minute. Yeah, yeah, it's 10 rounds. Okay, that's what I thought. Okay, 10 rounds of three hit yeah, points a round. really goofy if you had to track every, how many people Yeah, that's why were. I was like, this seems a little too complicated for me, like counting out the number of people in the combat and stuff. Okay, so yes, you have heroism. You, that's my turn. I play you beautiful music. Boopity boop. Okay, then it is the Construct's turn, and it walks up to Foose. Very good. It walks, it strides up, and it stabs at you with one of its arms. 
Does a 15 hit you? Hell no. Hell no. So it just bounces off your armor. Then it is your turn, Foos. You gain three hit points of temp the temporary variety. Three temporary hit points. Uh, go ahead and... I can cast uh, Hunter's Mark as a bonus action. Uh, I'm going to pick the construct as my target. Anytime I hit it, it'll deal an extra 1d6. Okay. Then I'm going to go ahead and swing at it with my mighty longsword. And I rolled an 18. 18 will hit it. Alright, so I'm using it two-handed, so it's 1d10 damage. I rolled 7. And we'll roll an extra d6 on the spell. And that's a 1, so a total of 8 damage. Okay, 8 damage. And that's it for me. Alright, Agra, you're up. Alrighty. Well, since I don't really have anything else to do, I will blast this guy with an uh, Eldritch Blast. Okay. So Eldritch Blast is now by default a ranged spell? Yep. Let's see. He's a warlock. One of his cantrips or something that he can cast. Uh, warlocks have a lot less. Warlocks have a lot less actual spells. They just have like a really good like basic. A uh, nine does not hit, I presume. A nine does not hit. All right, that's it for me then. All right, kill Drake. You're up. Okay. What time is guy? It's Simba time. I'm going to transform into uh, a lion. Okay. Where's his lion token? <laughs> DM uh, <slash>. slash. <laughs> so I'm going to do a pounce on him. Uh, so I'm going to run straight at him if I, and then I make a uh, strength check. Okay. No, if I pounce him, if I hit him with my claw attack, uh, he must make a 13 AC save for be not prone. If he is not prone, I can make one by attack as a bonus action. Yeah, guys, by the way, remember you have uh, plus one to your attack rolls for my plus. Okay. And I also have pack tactics. Uh, I believe Tony is considered an ally. Yep. Okay, so I get, I get advantage against him. Okay. How much was it? Plus one? Yeah, plus one to your attack. Deck. To attack, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm rolling my attack? To hit, not to damage. Yeah, to hit. I rolled a 13 to AC. Okay, so that does not hit him, but you to roll twice because you have advantage. Yep. A 14. <laughs> that does not hit him either. Okay. So your lion claws just... Or you hit him and oh. he sort of bounce off of his. Just put me, put me to the yeah. So um, I try flanking him and it didn't Holy quite work. shit! You actually put a fucking lion token. 
<laughs> Yo, that's yeah. so dope. I'm gonna hide the. I'm gonna hide the kill Drake over here. He's on the okay. And next is Eldas the Gentle. Okay, I, I'm gonna draw my uh, quarter staff first of all. Um, I'm gonna turn my uh, face in. And I'm gonna approach, I guess. I'm gonna move behind uh, that guy there, and that's uh, that's all. I'll end my turn with that. That's Foose, Brohan. Foose? Okay. He doesn't have the name underneath it. The name doesn't show up for you guys? No, I see I only Elios. see me and Elios. Yeah, I see Elios, and then I see my... For someone, everyone can see me? Yeah. And no one I can else. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I can still my own Keldrick, so I think uh, Leo's might be, like, toggled differently than ours. Yeah, it must be. I will have to fix that. That's because I'm Leo the most Leo's. important, Defense. so everyone needs to know oh, how much help I have. And where I am. Nothing's gonna ever keep me down, cause I'm the best around. Maintaining my concentration for heroism. So does that mean you can't do anything else? Or? I don't think so. Can I cast something else while I'm maintaining concentration? You, you can cast. You can cast other spells and take other actions. You can't cast another concentration spell without breaking concentration. Oh. Well then, I am going to do so many things. Like what? Hmm. I'm pretty sure Vicious Mockery, because it's psychic damage, cannot hit Constructs. So, I will draw my crossbow and uh, also load it. And that will be my turn. Okay. Next is the machine and it's going to stab away at Foos. Bring it. Actually the uh, the gnome the gnome runs further away. He's like run. So uh, the first uh, stab misses you. The second stab misses you and his third stab. Uh, we already established um, does a 16 hit you? Nope. 16 17 is my upper class right now. Oh my goodness. Alright, so he's just flailing away just these blades and you just keep dodging left and right at him. Someone needs to recalibrate that death machine. Yeah. So, Foose, you're up. It was so simple. I sent wave after wave of men, knowing that the kill bots have a preset kill limit. (laughs) Alright, so uh, I can obviously continue to maintain concentration on my hunter's mark. Then I'll go ahead and swing again. But I rolled a natural one. Okay. So, uh, so that's all I've got. Are you guys like dance fighting? Yeah. You like does a move all, and you're like doing a move. It's all choreographed. For maximum suspense. Agri, you're up. You're up, Blake. Alright, uh... I guess I'll move a little bit this way. And, uh, fire another Eldritch Blast at this motherfucker. This motherfucker!
Does a 19 hit him? The 19 does yeah. hit him. Alright, and for damage, I roll a 9. Wow, okay, so that's actually going to be enough. And you just put an algebra blast, it just sizzles its main frame, it just sort of sparks fly and it falls to the ground. And uh, some like green goop goes out of it. It's got like hydraulics and all kinds of stuff like that. Stuff that you guys don't really understand. Hey, um,. Tim, I'm gonna have uh, Keldrake while he's still a lion. I'm gonna do another uh, perception check. Okay. Uh, and I'm gonna see if I can smell any other machinery similar to this one. Okay. Actually, do gnomes have like distinct smells? Oh yeah, they smell like aftershave, old spice. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna check for both smells outside this area. Natural 20. Okay. Um, I also have Keen Sense, which gives me advantage. Right now as a lion, but that doesn't yeah. matter. Um, so the smell of this robot um, is pretty strong, but you don't think there's any more. You just think it's been in the area for a while. Um, okay. Um, the gnome, um, its scent is pretty fresh. Like this is the first, it's running through here is like the first time it's been in this vicinity. Gonna call um, out to the, the gnome. gnome and let him know it's safe to come back. Yeah, he he comes crawling out from under like a bush. And he's like, "Oh, thank you, thank you, sirs." Wait, the the robot's dead. Is, um... Oh yeah, the robot. Oh, wow. Dead. Oh yeah. Okay, no. it says, "Uh, I learned all about challenge appropriate level ratings from Leo." <laughs> he yelled at me. He says, "Uh." Thank you, strangers. I thought I was worm food for sure. Fuck off, Slippy. <laughs> I was gonna say Mickey. <laughs> this is all gnomes talk. Uh, wait, wait, say that again. I know it sounded like something to me. Shit. <laughs> this is all gnomes talk. So he's Mickey oh, Mouse. Got it. Pretty nailed it. He said that. Oh my god. Yeah. I'm not familiar with this Mickey Mouse that you speak of. Well, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, I'm going to ask him. This is my name's Nam Foodle Knackle. Uh, okay, Nam. Did you just, did you just happen upon this area? Do you know what was going on here? No, I, I was running from the city when, when this thing attacked me. We're not completely sure what they are. We've been calling them clockworks. Uh, Kilshrix wants to ask we, but instead Rar is out by accident because he's still a lion. Holy fuck, what is that type? <laughs> uh, I'm going to turn back to Adora first. Oh, shit. Um, what do you mean we? Me? Oh, I'm, I'm from the city. So, your city is being attacked by... These things. things. What city? And your DM wrote down a name for the city, but he can't find it. So it's King Nomesville. Crossing? 
King's Crossing or something of that nature? Lion's Crossing? No, that's the town. Uh, that's the village. That's about two days north of here. I'm from the mountain. Oh. Hope your voice gets stuck that way. <laughs> Is it Nomaragon? Nomaragon. No, it's. We're gonna call it Gnomeville. <laughs> Is it, is it home sweet gnome? Oh, that's pretty good. Oh. Uh, it says in the book that gnomes love puns. It's, it's literally hey, hey, it's in the book. <laughs> gnome. Um, what do you call yeah. a piece of rock gnome that's not there anymore? Gnome or? <laughs> <laughs> he says, um, these things showed up three days ago. A dozen of them attacked our city. We were caught off guard. We're tinkerers, not warriors. Many of us were hurt badly. I was heading to the town of Fallcrest to request aid. And I was, I was attacked. Oh, thank you. He latches onto Foose's leg. Give him a little pat on the head. Well, God. you don't have to be condescended about it. So much exposition. They should call you guys Boreers. Uh, so, uh... Fuck you, no. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... Hey, uh, while you guys are here, you're pretty strong. You mind, uh... Coming and helping us out? We got we got a skull to deliver. Sorry, bud. You got a what to deliver? No, nothing. We have something important in uh, the other sea we're going to. How? <sighs> I'm sure my uh, clan leader would pay you. <laughs> Guys, this is super important. We really need to help the gnomes. <laughs> They're proud, noble people. <laughs> I said Hey, buddy, I don't like the cut of your jib. Is my jib showing again? <laughs> yeah, it's right in my face. All right, uh, so... Yeah, I mean, I'd be more than happy to help out the gnomes. We just need to know where to go and who to talk oh. to. Follow me. We're going to go talk to my leader, Sebo Fizzlepop. Into the mountain. Into the mountain of Gnomeville. So, uh, we all agreed. There's no way I'm following this guy. <laughs> oh, that one was much better. <laughs> Seriously, we all died. It's no more. Before we follow this gnome, should I have done a perception check to see how honest he looks or insight check? <laughs> You have real trust yeah. issues. <laughs> he told us that. He told he us in character that. that he like, has trust issues. <laughs> I'm just reminding our audience. <laughs> By that, I mean I forgot. What'd you get, Alex? A ten. Uh, you you think he looks like every gnome you've ever seen? So, you're so not I really can't sure. tell the fucking difference. Yeah. Wow. So Keltrick's racist. Have I now? met you before. I just, you're saying it, not me. I didn't say it. This. This robot, the way he was following that gnome, he's like a gnoming missile. That's not that funny, man. I almost died. 
Doesn't even you don't even know what missile means in this context. Oh, we got missiles, buddy. You just wait till you get to the mountain. I think some missile is a rock. If you have missiles, why do you have trouble killing robots? Because they <laughs> always missile. <laughs> Oh my god, can you guys shut up for like five seconds while we walk through this no one's hit the place? I'll give it like an hour, and then if we can't do it by then, we're going back to what we were doing before. Wow, this guy's all business. I like him. He's just mad I took away his I thought you like puns. Oh, I like, I like a lot of things. So you like serious puns? Straight to business puns? Yeah, don't you? Everybody likes puns. It's the highest form of comedy. Alright, so, Gnomeville, um, when you guys enter the mountain, like I said before, think steampunk, gnomes, tinkering, everywhere you look, there's gears and machinery, a lot of it unnecessary. Remember the breakfast machine from uh, Back to the Future? Like, that stuff is everywhere. Um, um, you go by, there's a a gnomish tavern and you can see there's like an artillery range where they're trying out different types of like bombs and stuff and um nebo nemo uh, what was his name nam foodle tells you that um he's gonna take you to sibo's office and he uh he walks you through like many different levels sibo the guy's Sibo. name is Sibo. Is he, dri is he driving around town with the girl I love? Wow. We're doing this. <laughs> no Mike's fun. I, I, had, I had a different reference to make, but it was from Extended Universe Star Wars that I figured it was going to... I'm sure it was equally bad. Uh, um, it's worse. It's definitely worse. So yeah, he takes you through like many different levels and deeper into the mountain. It's just more of the same. There's just little gnomes everywhere, all making puns, and they're all just working on stuff. Um, as you're walking, he tells you that uh, they do a lot of coal mining here because they use it to um, they use it to power a lot of the machines. A lot of the machines are steam powered, um, and eventually you guys make it to. Um, a door, and um, it's the clan leader. It's like his office, and it's sort of set up like almost like a foreman's office. Um, you can see there's clutter and papers, and there's just mess everywhere. Um, and there's a thick arm gnome with um, really hairy arms. Looks like someone put carpet on him, and he's got a large bandage that says dried blood wrapped around his leg. And uh, he's sitting in a big chair, and he's watching as you guys come in. You can see that he has, like, a bomb on his uh, on his desk that's just, like, taken apart. That looks like someone was working on Oh, God, he's got a bomb. Get down. <clears throat> and uh, Liam Foodle uh, introduces that this is a Sibo Fizzlepop, the clan leader. And Sibo says, uh, who are you guys? We're a band of adventurers who heard pleas from uh, some of your subjects. So you're willing to help us? Thank goodness. God damn it. These damn clockworks. They took my sons. 
Please, I'll pay anything to help get them back. But you still have your moons? <laughs> That's not funny. <laughs> My boys are in danger. <laughs> <laughs> And why are you laughing? <laughs> I can't help it. You don't understand. It's a racial trait. Says, <laughs> 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 uh, my sons, Jebin and Little Dimble, they were taken during the during the attack. Jebin you got an, an endless fucking list of gnome names, but you couldn't come up with fucking eight human names. Come on. <laughs> what you, you guys yelled at me when I said like Evan last time. <laughs> Yeah, what happened to Evan? Apparently he's gone. <laughs> you gave that kid like 20 silver. He fucking took off. <laughs> I remember where we were. <laughs> um, so yeah, so Sebo's uh, just sort of looking at you guys. So uh, when, when, when did all this start? He, uh, he says that, uh, he tells you that the, uh, the machines just attacked. Uh, three days ago, um, every every so often there's been another one that's attacked, but the first attack was like a large attack. There was like dozens of them. Um, they came in. They seemed to be almost random at what they were doing. Some of them attacked uh, defensive structures. Some of them just like suicide bombed into where the um, the explosives were kept. Some of them killed people, and some of them took others. Uh, basically, he tells you that Jevin, his son, who is going to his older son, who is going to be the leader of the clan when he steps down, um, his other son, Little Dimble, who uh, was taken also. He, um, yeah, I guess Little Dimble's kind of boring as far as uh, character traits. And uh, their master tinkerer, Gribblebottom, has also gone missing. Um, and then he says that Gribblebottom um, would be, he's like their best mechanic. He would be able to help understand these things and figure out what's powering them or where they're coming from, hopefully. Um, so he doesn't think it was an accident that he was taken. Um, you guys can see there's a pictures hanging around Sibo's office showing uh, him with his two sons. Um, how, do, one is, how do glasses filled with water show what his sons look like? Did I say glasses for the one? You said pictures. <laughs> we have a yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, no, that's not funny. That oh, I thought funny. it was hilarious. You're you should have been the way another human being talks. Yeah. That's cruel. Enunciate. Okay? Enunciate. Pictures. Pictures. We were all on board for Necromancer. Okay? Yeah, that's fine. Um, you can see there's paintings hung around the office now, not pictures anymore, showing the uh, the Sibo with his two sons, one who is uh, tall and muscular like his father. The other is actually very small, even for gnomes. He's uh, not even two feet high. So where was uh, the Master Tinker last seen? Uh, he says that uh, he's not sure where. Um, he was when the attack happened, but he was most likely in his uh, in the schoolhouse where he's, he did a lot of teaching. Um, there were uh, machines did go through there. People saw that, but no one actually saw him. 
but that's most likely where he was. There was so much chaos going on that no one's sure where anyone really was. So have the attacks just stopped completely since they took your sons? Um, basically, at random intervals, every once in a while, just like one machine will come and attack, um, just like to keep everybody on guard, almost. Yeah. So, uh, maybe we should head to the school first and look for signs of the mass tinker. Sounds good to me. I'm done. I'm done trying to make puns for these guys. I tried real hard, but everyone hated me. Everybody's like, no more puns. So, uh, yeah, the schoolhouse, it's almost like a little house on the prairie style. It's just like pretty poor wooden kind of thing. It kind of seems out of place with all the other uh, machines that are around this city. But um, they explain to you that the Master Tinkerer doesn't allow any machines inside the schoolhouse until the students have been properly taught. Uh, I guess we'll just go inside, look around, and see if there's any tracks or anything. We are still like in like the outdoors, right? I wasn't clear about the whole no mountain thing. We're in no, a mountain you, under a mountain. You're inside the mountain. Okay. We're looking That's for it. the Arkan Stone. No, Pinkie nope. Pie. We're doing your taxes. There is no. Why is it my taxes? What did you just say about filing Tim, that was way taxes? too quiet. What? This isn't the time for that. Yeah, I didn't get Blake's reference. Um, no, you guys are you're in the mountain, so um, there's like layers and layers of like this gnome city. It's almost as if the mountains like hollowed out, and let's think of it like a spiral kind of ideal, or like a honeycomb. If that makes sense. Sure. <clears throat> so in the schoolhouse, I mean, there's. There's blood and stuff, but there's no, like, tracks. No tracks of any kind. Is there anything um, else? They tell you that anything the... else around? The, the schoolhouse? No. Um, they tell you that the uh, the attacks came from, from the mines. That's where they came from. They came. Yeah. Well, no. I don't know if you were going to ask that. Wait, they came deeper from the mountain. They came from deeper in the mountain. They didn't come from the outside. To the mines. There we go. So there are dozens of different mines and directions. God damn it! Mountain. Let me guess. So, um, and then I run into a door that just has a wall behind it. Why would you run into? I don't get that anymore. Because you're a douche. Oh, is that, oh okay. Oh, you guys are really grumpy today. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so... um. 
this is where this is where you ask me if you can track anything. You could just tell me that there might be tracks on the ground, and then I could roll. There might be tracks on the ground. All right, then I guess I'll roll to track things, because I am a tracker. Okay. Hold on while I find the right page. I rolled a 14. 14. Yeah, you can you can actually see that um, the robots, their heavy footprints are actually uh, uh, leaving marks even in the hard rock uh, and the dirt. Um, and uh, Let's see, uh, they sent, um, one of, they said Namfoodle, they had to continue with you guys to sort of help guide you. And, uh, he tells you that that's the direction towards the old, uh, coal mines that, uh, nobody uses anymore. Because they've been cleared out. Conveniently. Dun, dun, dun. Let's go there. Maybe we'll get to the base of the problem. Follow the tracks. So you guys follow the tracks, Ralph? Um, it is dark, so anyone who doesn't have dark vision is going to need a source of light. I will cast Dancing Lights! Da, 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 da. Yeah, sure, you cast Dancing Lights. Um, those aren't combustible, are they? No, Dance they're not. Because <laughs> so uh, there's a lot of explosives and methane down here. Did I tell you that I love to smoke? I like my pipe. <laughs> oh, fuck. This means I can't use burning hands. Fuck me. Well, if you want to fuck you, then just cast burning <laughs> hands. <laughs> so bonus action to move the lights 60 feet. They have to stay within 20 feet of each other. But I can move them up sixty feet, and it's a. Which cantrip. one of us actually needs it? So the two humans. Oh, you changed. Sport again. This is crazy. Do uh, dragonborns need a? Nah, uh, I have dark yeah, vision. Okay. So does me, you don't. Right? Yeah, I don't okay, so two of them. So me and Elios can actually go ahead. Yeah, I think I, slightly because we are actually have dark vision as well. What? Yeah, oh, he's half elf. Is it dark vision or is light low light low light oh, vision? Dark vision, pretty sure. Um, let me ah. look. Barrels. I checked them for various gold or fruit or something. By smashing it? No, I just hit E or whatever the interact button is. Um. So you investigate the girls barrels, and uh, you realize that they're uh, full of gunpowder. And uh, Nam Fudel explains that uh, that's explosive. See, now you probably don't know that. Hmm. And you guys just left this stuff down here? We gotta store it somewhere. It's, it's dry down here. You don't have, like, a shed? This We live in a mountain, man. This is like a shed. <laughs> uh-huh. I guess we'll continue on. One sec, I'm just setting up something. It's probably nothing important. 
Nice, Leo. Oh, what? You can do that? <laughs> That's awesome. So, yeah, you guys are walking through this uh, coal mine. And you guys have barrels around you full of gunpowder. Can I take this barrel? Uh, the barrel's pretty heavy. I mean, you could if you wanted to, if you really tried, but... Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Didn't we pick up a small bag of holding? Who has that? No, you did not. Fine. I thought we did. Maybe not. I got retconned. Ah, oh, fuck. We could fill it with gunpowder, but it's sweet as fuck. <laughs> You guys tell me again your uh, passive perceptions. Everyone will go right down here. Um, Alex? Oh, it's uh, low light, not dark. No, no, no. Uh, passive perception. You guys should all have a, uh, a number. Mine's 13. 16 for Kildrick. Oh, where is it here? It's, it's, uh, it's just 10 plus your whatever your mod is. Twelve, my passive perception. Okay. Uh, so, Kildrake, you can hear uh, sounds coming from further up the tunnel, like clinking sounds. Can I do a check to listen more carefully? Yeah. Huh. Can you... Do all skills have, like, the use passive type thing? No. Just passive perception. I think it depends on DM, but yeah, it's just passive perception makes sense. To use it. I honestly don't like it, but it's part of... It's something from 4th edition that they've brought into 5th edition. Yeah. Uh, 17 for 17. active. Yeah. So, um... Yeah, you you sort of put it together that there's like a humming sound, and it sort of reminds you of the robot that you guys fought just a little while ago. Because it's like when it was working, its engine. And it just is sort of echoing off the caverns a little bit weird. I'll tell the group. Robots ahead. Beep boop. Let's punch it. Uh, how about we try and negotiate with it this time? This one doesn't look like the same exact one we found outside. Negotiate with the death bot. Okay, buddy. You can be in front. I don't think that's such a good idea. Well, how are you going to negotiate with it if you're in the back? Because uh, we have you in front to negotiate better. We saw all those paintings, right, of uh, people that look like... Or you saw of the, the, the second-in-command's the commander's son, who's like the second-in-command guy? His, uh, his two sons? Yeah. Yeah. You mean those pictures filled with water? Yep. My mm -hmm. terribly semantical joke. Peter mm -hmm. um, Now, if I cast Thaumaturgy, can I make it look like the older brother is walking down the hallway? I 
feel like thaumaturgy isn't like an all-out illusion. Spell. Yeah, I feel like it's more small things. So. Yeah. Okay. You could like throw a gnome voice out and make it sound like uh, he was calling or something. Mm, I don't want this thing to come up here. I want to try and punch into a, a non-existent gnome while we punch uh -huh. the shit out of it. Gotcha. Well, you guys don't actually see anything. Uh, Kildrake just hears it echoing down the, the tunnel. Okay. Going down the hallway. I mean, I guess we gotta sneak down the hallway. I mean, what else is there to do? You guys wanna sneak down the hallway? Yeah, why not? Sneaky, 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 sneaky. Seven. I have a disadvantage. Well, not gonna matter now. Nineteen. So some of you guys are going really stealthily. And, uh, certain someone's not quite doing so hot. Eleven. You're wearing full play too, Anthony. Don't you have disadvantage? Oh, that's true, yeah. I guess I would get it. So you have a nine. Yeah. So uh, you guys are like ninja, ninja bouncing from wall to wall. And then these two are just like striding down the middle of the tunnel. Move yourself wherever you guys want to be. Still nothing, huh? I will move myself. Are these boxes now of gunpowder? Boxes, barrels, a lot more stuff. Holy shit. There's no small ones I can grab? You see robots. Rabbits. Rabbits. So you see another large uh, at the end of the tunnel. Um, not the end of the tunnel. You can tell that it continues on. Um, one of those things that you saw outside. Um, it's like eight feet tall, has the, the stabby arms. And also around the crates, you can see there's another creature. This one's almost like a round ball that has a... That has like little triangular shaped feet. And it also looks... All clockworky and gear and stuff. Wow, whoever made these things has like an aesthetic for weird geometric shapes. So, do you guys want to? They're not really moving or anything. Oh, I mean, they're like clearly active, but they're not like charging you. Light the gunpowder and run, boys. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if that's a good idea either. I, I mean, if you not gonna bother us unless they do something to them. Uh, you can go. Uh, you can go first, and you can test that theory. I mean, I can just start sneaking ahead. And... I like that. Yes. No. You just think yeah, that? Yeah, just go. Uh, I mean, the worst case scenario, he gets attacked. Yeah, so. Worst case scenario. So, 
as Foos goes around the corner, um, there's a there's a little alcove in the tunnel, and um, there's another one of the round bots, and it's going to charge and attack you. Well, so much for Blake's theory. Bring it. Agra, I thought you told me they wouldn't do anything. I told you the blade wouldn't do anything. Alright, so we're going to roll initiative. He's again. also crazy and likes the crystal skull. I thought we said we couldn't call it the crystal skull because of reasons. What are they going to do? Sue us over their shitty movie? You're allowed to say movie names. Yeah. Boom, another that. 20. Who is the greatest? Yeah. Tell me who the greatest is. It is me, if you were wondering what the answer was. Okay. Uh, I rolled 13. Kildrick rolled a 6. Man, I am tired today. Ooh. I know what it is. I need to delete the turn order every time. Alrighty. Does everyone know what they got? Can I have you put them in again? Uh, yeah. 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20. Mine's a 20. Go ahead. You guys, uh... Can you guys add yourself to the thing? I think you can. Drag myself into the darkness. No, no. Don't drag yourself. <laughs> Don't. Tell me we can add ourselves to the order, but you rolled no initiative roll. Yeah, how do I uh, how do I add my initiative? Ah, uh, when you guys roll initiative, it's automatically putting you in. Okay, all right. Yes, I understand. So if you add me, I can type it in. Yeah, well, okay, fine. I get what's going on. Is you guys are always on there, but when you use the initiative auto roll thing, it's putting you guys in twice. That's why you're showing up again because you were already in there for last time. I got it. We're good. It keeps resetting me to zero when I type twenty. That's because uh, every time someone else puts theirs in, it, uh, you gotta there put go. yours in for before someone else puts theirs in. It's kind of frustrating. Now I need to act again. Is everybody in now? Which one? That one. Oh, one of the one of the circly robots. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you guys see uh, this round, this round robot with like short little thin arms and little triangular shaped feet just runs out and stabs at uh, at Foose. Um, this one is actually holding uh, like a steel pipe that's just been like sharpened against the rocks. It doesn't even have like sharpie arms like uh, like the big one did before. So Elios, you're uh, I guess I'm going to attack opportunity or sneak attack here. 
so it bounces off your armor. And now Alios are up. Fucking constructs. I can't cast anything on them. But I still have a loaded crossbow. Okay. Which I will... Fire post haste! Uh, oh, I should probably roll the attack roll before I start closing on my shit. Seven. Seven. Seven does not hit it. Are you sure? Check again, please. Let me check here. Um, seven does not hit it. Mm, I still don't like do that outcome. <laughs> Next we have Eldash the Gentle. Okay, um, first I will uh, cast a uh, Bless. Then, um, and I will uh, draw my crossbow as well. And then I'll uh, end my turn. Alright, next we have the one that was resting behind the uh, barrels. Uh, it comes out. And it's going to attack Foose. And this one doesn't even have anything in its hands. It just sort of tries to like punch you. And it's going to miss you. And then the big one down at the end of the What's ball. the number for the readers at home? Oh, they don't get to know that. Aww. No. What's the number for the bard? Me. Yeah. Zero. So, the large one with the stabby arms, he gets a 16, which I know misses you. And now it's Fusil's turn. So you've got best. three robots attacking you. So, uh, let's see. The littler ones. I guess I'll attack the little, the little one with the pipe or whatever, you said? Okay. Big swing with my sword. I rolled a 15. 15 hits it. Alright, and I'll roll damage. And I rolled 5 damage. Oh, okay. 5 damage. You just smack over your sword. That's it for me. Alright, Agra, you are up. Uh, Tilbrick has the same initiative as me, correct? Yes. Uh, you have um, dex modifier? You guys can just I I do first. not. We can pick. I mean, you're going to do a rage attack, probably, right? Rage attack? Yeah. Like that. Ranged. Oh, you, um, I mean, are you in range attack? Yeah, definitely. So. Do you want to go first so I don't line sight yeah. you? Okay. Well, I'm shorter than you anyway, technically, but. Oh, that is, that is true. I'm. I'm like four. What the fuck is this? I really have cover work. I'm firing at the guy in front of me. Okay. Uh, I'm guessing a 10 does not hit him. 
10 does not hit it. Your Eldritch Blast just right. goes over its shoulder. And Kildrake? Uh, Kildrake is going to transform into a brown bear. Bear. Are you going to token me up or just uh, we're going to do pretend? Pretend? There you go. Uh, can I have access to that so I can put points on Okay, so I can move around? Yep. Let me, uh... There you go, you should be able to move him now. Okay. Points on him. Okay. It's... Um, assuming I'll be fine here, right? Alright, uh, I'm just gonna run up and I'm gonna go assist our uh, Dragonborn. I'm gonna smack uh, this one. Okay. First with my teeth, then with my claw. Alright. Okay. And is plus for everyone? Yeah, right. Yeah. Plus, plus should be for everyone in the range. Okay, so I have a plus six to hit. Oh, Jesus, you're a bear now? What the fuck? Uh, 25 to hit. 25? Yeah, 25 hits. That's five points of piercing damage. Alright. Holy oh, shit, it's a fucking bear. I rolled another 25 on my claws. <laughs> okay, so that hits. Oh, and you also have a uh, plus one. And that hit. is 12 points of piercing damage. So, just, you bear through him, and you just, with your next claw attack, it just shatters the whole robot, and it goes down into pieces of scrap metal. I'll say I, I'm, like, on top of it, I'll, I'll, I'll say I'll just be on top of it, eventually. Okay. Yeah. Alright, so is that it? That's it for you. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll growl aggressively at the robots, hoping to get some tension away from uh, Tor. Okay. Or Foos. So, next we have... Elios? Hmm, I think... That I will cast... Hmm. Can you actually take Magic Missile as a bard? No. Just don't. I'm just saying, asking. Yeah. I look for like a nice character for damage, but whatever. Um. Apologies. I will, I guess, cast Bane. I don't know. Yeah, I'll cast Bane. Alright. Uh, which one? Uh, it actually will hit all three of them. Oh, okay. So I get a wisdom save, correct? Yeah, I'll just click it off and you'll be able to read off everything you need to do. Say wisdom save and here's the effect. Um, all I see is on a successful save, nothing. The next thing should say attacking saving rolls minus a d4. Oh, okay. Alright, so we'll do the green one first. It is going to fail. And then the little guy 
key is going to pass. So the larger one with the stabby arms, he gets a minus d4 to attack rolls. And saving rolls, yeah. Alright, do you want to move at all? No, I'm cool in the back there, playing my music. Okay, Eldas, you're up. I guess I'll uh, load the uh, crossbow and fire may as well. So let me uh, roll attack. I don't think you can. Can he load it and fire it, Tony? No. No. Loading it as a full oh, turn. Oh, wow. Yeah, loading, loading is your action. Okay. Yeah. Then, yeah, I'll load my crossbow. So you can load it and move if you want. They'll probably, okay. they'll probably be dead by the time that I attack, though. All right, well, I'll load it. Yeah. Okay. So this guy here is just going to... Move a little bit more. He's gonna attack Foos again. It's gonna bounce off your armor. Does a sixteen hit you? No, no it's seventeen 17. to break your armor. Box. Magic number. Oh my goodness. So, uh, Leo, um, do you when you use Bane, do you roll one d four and that's what he gets, or every time I attack, I have to roll d four to minus his stuff? Look, let's look it up. Let's look it up. Uh-huh. Hey, Tim, can we take, like, a short break after this combat? I think we're going to yeah, break break after this combat. After. That'll be... Yeah. That'll be three hours. Okay, so you have plenty of edits after this? Yeah. Awesome. This. I'm really fucking tired. Yeah. Um, the target must roll d4 and subtract that number from the attack made up by him. Oh man, I gotta do it every time. That sucks. I hate you, Leo. So, the... The, um, the tall robot with the, uh, stabby arms, he slashes at Foose, uh, three times. Two of them miss, and one of them might miss based on Bane. We gotta figure it out here real quick. No, so he's gonna get one of them through on you, uh, Foos. And you're gonna take five damage. Cry out with rage. Okay. And then it's your turn, Foos. I'll attack the one with the pipe again. One of the pipe is dead. Oh, one of the pipe's dead, sorry. The bear killed him. Yeah. Alright, I'll attack the other one then. The other little one. Okay. Rolled a 19. 19 hits him. Damage, 9 damage. 9 damage, alright. Give him a crazy smack. Uh, Part of his like head caves in, but he's still still functioning. Agra. Uh, hmm. There's a giant bear in the way right now, right? Yeah, there is. I'm gonna move over there and attack the guy who doesn't have a weapon. Okay. 
Does a 15 hit it? A 15 does hit it. Five points of damage on him. Five damage. Your Eldritch Blast just takes off its little robot head and it crumples to the ground. Little smoke and steam spreading out of it. Alright, it's uh, Bearstein Bear's turn. Alright. Character is I'm gonna move up, war him. Uh, I'm gonna claw him in the feet. I'm gonna claw at his chest and then try to bite him. Okay. Bless is gone now, right? Anthony, how long does Bless last for? Uh, it's uh, her level. Uh, let me let me actually look. Sorry. Sorry. Plus five, and we'll need it if eh, I need it. Okay, does the 13 will still miss anyway, right? Right, so I try to claw it, I miss. I'll go for a bite. 24 is gonna hit it, 24 or 25 will hit it, probably, right? Yeah, yeah, okay, so I roll 24, 24 or 25 on the bite. Uh, six piercing damage as I chop on the... I'm gonna chop on, I guess, the arm of the sword, but not quite the sword. I got you, yeah, you don't wanna cut your chunk. It's, uh, one minute per level. Right. Okay, so bless still is in effect. One it minute per around. level means, like, two minutes, which means what? Like 20 rounds. Yeah. yeah. Right. Generally, oh, you don't much forever. About the duration at that point. Yeah. It's a really big combat. So unless there's scene change, we don't worry about it. Right. Or just a really epic combat. Alios, you're up. Hmm. Have we heard Giant Robot yet? Yes. The I bear did just it. Bit it. Hmm. I will. I will giggle madly. I'll move here. I will reload my crossbow, and that will be my turn. <laughs> right. And by moving, I mean I will take two steps over just to have a clear shot. Okay. Eldas, you're up. Uh, I will shoot him in the ditch with my crossbow. All right. With my Hermodric cube. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> I'm glad you got the boy. <laughs> uh, okay, um how do I how do I roll attack with that? Do I is it under four stats? Um, did you did you put an, an attack in? Did you make it an attack thing? I think so. I have a weapon crossbow too. It should be uh it is a it is a weapon, but where do I like press the button to make it roll? Did you put it under ranged weapons? There should be an attack button. Yeah, I put it under ranged weapons. Oh, damage! Oh no, never mind. Okay, attack. Ranged weapons. Roll the attack. Uh, so which which do I get? The twenty-three or sixteen? You get the first one, so you get the 23. Okay. So you hit it with your crossbow. Okay. So I do 6 damage? Yes. 
six damage. Yep. Hell yeah. All right. So after Eldas is going to go our robot, and he's going to just actually he's going to attack the bear. What is uh, the bear's armor class? Uh, pretty much don't roll anything terrible. Okay. It pretty much doesn't have an AC. So my first one's going to be with uh, the Bane, it comes out to a 12. The Bane has armor class of 11. You'll be fine. Okay. Alright, so yeah, I'm going to hit you a few times here. So you're going to take 3 damage from the first hit, 3 damage from the second hit, and 3 damage from the third hit. 9 damage total. And then it is Foose's turn. You have and a lot of hit points in, in bear form. Yeah, the uh, robot just uh, starts making Swiss cheese out of your bear friend. Tony, you're up. Right. Uh, so the uh, so there's still two robots up. Little one. No. Oh, no, little one. No, so it's just the big dead. one. Just the big All right, one. Sorry. Um, I should have marked it out. Alright, so I'll go ahead and uh, swing at him. That's a 19. 19, yes. Alright. And that's 9 damage for my longsword. And 9 damage will kill him. Boosh! Yeah, you just uh, take him right in half. Just sparks fly. You get a little bit of a shock, but you kind of like it. Back to the junkie, bitch. Okay. So, um... Do you guys want to do anything in this room? Um, I mean, is these robots there anything or these, obvious of interest? There's three robots here. There's and there's a lot of crates of um, gunpowder and stuff. Um, you guys can see the tunnel curves up ahead. If you guys want, we'll do the description of the next room, and that's where we'll break for the night. Sounds good. What the fuck is that thing? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, um, as you guys peer around the corner, you see there is a massive, um, there's a massive ball. There's a spherical robot with four arms, and each arm has a ten foot long blade and the robot almost like that thing that Darth Vader uses on the Princess Leia but way bigger and it just is spinning around wildly just creating like a whirlwind of blades in this chamber um, it's a pretty massive chamber it's, it's here I'm gonna stay bare form by the way okay it's like 30 by 30 this chamber and you can see that it continues on um, but this thing is just sort of spinning wildly uh, with these huge blades. I'm super impressed that once again you have found an excellent depiction of this. Are you like making the things after you find a picture? Or did you find this picture after you made the thing? I'll never tell. Or is this thing specifically made for to match up? Now, um, it's actually really hard to find tokens without paying for them. So I pretty much find the token, and then I got it. He's a very accomplished pixel artist. That's the explanation I like. <laughs> but uh, one of the guys is mumbled, actually. He left me a link to check out. He said for five bucks, there's a lot of tokens. So I'll probably look that up. 
Whoa, money bags yeah. over here. Yeah. All right, so I think that's a pretty good uh, cliffhanger. I charge it. Robot. <laughs> <laughs> and fade to black. <laughs> uh, oh, I, I, uh, before, we, uh, before we go in, can I uh, heal um, the bear? We're not gonna. We're gonna break for the night. We're not gonna go in right now. So we'll save all that. Okay. I was, I was just thinking so that he's full health yeah. next time, and we're not even have to worry about it. But yeah, I guess we can just start with that. And or do we level up? Do not level up. Um, I will say you guys all should be at four hundred experience right now. So a little bit. Wait. Yeah, four hundred experience. So you should be a little bit past level two, but not level three. Level three is six hundred, so you're all at four hundred. Um, so that's pretty much for it. Signing off. Um, you guys, listeners, can check us out at Dungeons and Disorder at Gmail. Um, you can find us at Dungeon Disorder on Twitter, and hopefully soon this will be up on iTunes, and you guys can rate us there. Yeah, when that, when's that uh, gonna happen? Hmm? Uh, it's hmm? it's next week. I gotta I gotta go back and tweak some of the audio on the other ones a little bit because uh, they're not quite right still. And I'm trying to you know we don't have the greatest mics, so I'm trying to make them as good as I can through editing before I put them up. Because once they're up, it's gonna be a pain in the butt. Excellent, John's and Chris's, but not the best best mics. Yeah. So uh, do you guys want to say anything before we? Uh, Call tonight. We are still level two, is correct? You are okay. still level two. Bullshit. I like to thank the 30 people that download this podcast. You know, they probably all are related to us. <laughs> now, you know there's that one guy who was like searching and oh, found man. it and was like... Well, that one guy, thanks, it's dude. that one guy that commented on Lolo Low, Low, Yellow. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. There's a guy who was like, Gregor or whatever. What? We used to run like a, a um blog. a league blog and we got a decent amount of hits actually. But there was Couple one thousand. guy we never really got that many comments except for one guy who would just consistently comment like all over the place. <laughs> he was definitely not a native English speaker. But he was definitely also not a spam bot because they were like always on topic and like asking questions and stuff. It was very bizarre. Oh, that's kinda of I guess.